Hi, and welcome to City High Radio's very first podcast episode. City High Radio is a youth radio group based in Tucson, Arizona. We write, record, and produce all of our own stories. Today's story is called Growing Up in Poverty, and it's by Arturo Camelot. Arturo spent most of his childhood living on welfare, and his family was supported by the Section 8 housing program. In this story, Arturo and his mother talk about how their family ended up financially dependent on the government, what it really means to be impoverished, and what they hope for for the future. Here's Arturo. For most of my life, I've lived in poverty. But being the youngest in my family, I always felt secure. I remember my mom looking for the cheapest knockoff brands at the stores, as though the kids were throwing fits when they couldn't have what they wanted. I just stayed close to the careta, and my mom would let me stand on the end of it. I never thought to ask why I always had to get hand-me-down clothes when all my friends had new stuff, or why half of my family slept on couches instead of beds. Fortunately, we had really big couches, but I never cared. I was a happy kid. I decided to interview my mom about this time in our lives, and her answer to my first question really surprised me. Do you think we've ever lived in poverty? I don't think we've lived in poverty. We've lived poor. But I'm never in poverty. We've always had a roof over our head, food on the table, and sometimes no money to pay everything, but I made a way either way. Still, looking back, I think we've lived in poverty. We lived off of welfare in Section 8, which is a federal program that provides rent money for low-income families. But my mom likes to keep a positive mind, so you won't hear her admit that things were ever that bad. So when we were living off of Section 8 and welfare, what bothered you the most about it? Did anything bother you or were you just happy? I think I was happy because maybe because there was no struggle. You know, there was no really responsibility. You know, I had money handed to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the truth. Although I don't agree with people abusing it, but it was needed and it was a stepping stone for me to get up and do something. My mom said she was happy back then, but I remember sadness following her every step. She was constantly under some kind of stress. She never took it out on us, but sometimes at night we would hear her crying in her room while she was praying or doing the bills. To me, those days kind of represent rock bottom for our family, but my mom didn't see it that way. You don't consider living off of welfare in Section 8 rock bottom? I didn't think so. I kind of see them as low, because you're like... You're, you can't make it on your own. You need the government in mm-hmm. order to survive. I remember the dude, the chubby guy with the clipboard coming every month. Mm-hmm. And you guys... Inspecting the house. Inspecting the house. That's and how, funny. how irritated he'd made you, no matter how funny he was. Why do you think I was irritated? Because you'd be like, I hate when that guy comes over. <laughs> I hate having to tell him all of our stuff. Yeah, that's true. He needs to mind can... his own business. Let's tell us. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's like invading your personal space, but that's just how it is, you know, and it's just like, you know, you apply for food stamps and stuff and they want to know who, who's in your house, how much you make. They want to see your pay stubs. They want, you know, they have to know everything. Yeah. I wanted to know how it ever got to that point where we were living off of welfare in section eight. So I asked my mom, do you remember any choices you made that got me in the rut? Yeah. Yeah, I went and didn't finish school or didn't finish college. And then I had babies 
out of wedlock where there was no security, no income from, from your dad. It was just me. It's upsetting that my mom went through all this struggle, and it's weird knowing that I'm part of it. I was one of those babies that she had to struggle to feed. But then again, if it weren't for her struggle, I probably wouldn't be here. Still, I wish my mom could have certain things, like a good education. I should have finished my schooling, you know, got a degree in something, I'd be probably making more than I am now. Do you, do you think it's too late? Oh, no. To go, it, go to school and get... No, it's not too late. I'm just too tired. <laughs> it's oh. like raising kids again. I don't <laughs> want to raise kids again, and I don't want to go to school again. Oh, I see. I understand why my mom is so tired, but thankfully things have gotten better. We are not on welfare section 8, and now my mom works at the wastewater treatment facility for Pima County as an office support. We're even paying off the mortgage on a home. Still, there's things we want we cannot afford to have. We do. We have enough. You know, sometimes what there's things in the refrigerator we don't want to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe we don't have meat, but we have everything else like potatoes and stuff. But you know, it's just it just makes me want to do more and not have like more stuff, but have if I want a gallon of milk, if I want to go get me an ice cream, if I want a steak, I want to have the money to go get it. Mm-hmm. A ribeye steak, not chuck. And even though that's expensive now, too. <laughs> right now I'm looking for a job and starting to think about life after high school. I want to go to college, but I can't really afford it. Looking at how I've done in school so far, I can't imagine too many scholarships coming my way. I know I want to go into corrections as a career. So I'm, I'm contemplating joining the military and hoping they'll put me through school. I'd like to own my own home someday, and I'd like to buy my mother a nicer home that's closer to her work. I don't necessarily want to be rich, but if my mom wants a ribeye steak, I want her to have her ribeye steak. That was Arturo Camelot, who was 16 when he produced this piece. You've been listening to City High Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to our very first podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or listen to us on PRX, the public radio exchange. To learn more about our high school, visit www.cityhighschool.org. I'm Nia. See you next time.